So in today's episode, we are going to start with one of those typical Elliot stories. And I'm going to tell you about my first experience with supplements. And it's quite a funny one now I look back on it. So I was perhaps 14 or 15 years old. And I made a friend at the gym, which is quite rare for me. But at the time I looked up to him, he was a like a real mentor to me. And he gave me a tub of creatine. Bear in mind that this was a while back now, like a real while back. And supplements were far from popular or common at the time. The tub had an enormous tanned and oiled bodybuilder on the front of it on the label and I remember it to this day very clearly and it said something like strength and size in capital letters on the front of the tub. I was super excited but I was also young and didn't know you know if I was allowed to take it but I trusted my buddy and I did a little bit of googling of creatine and it seemed relatively safe but to be on the safe side I put it in my sock drawer and I would secretly take it every day. So creatine these days is barely noticeable. It's usually micronized so it's absolutely tiny and you'd barely recognize it in a drink. Years ago, it was not. And because I wasn't taking protein shakes then, I would literally get a spoon of this creatine, put it in a glass of just plain water, stir it around. Literally, the thought of it right now is making me nauseous. And it was just this cloudy and powdery mixture. I would hold my nose, try not gag, and swallow as much of it as I possibly could. I was hungry for those gains, so I think I ended up finishing that tub eventually. And as I got more and more into the gym, and as my journey came continued. I did more research. I started to invest in more supplements using some of my birthday money to get my first tub of maxi muscle protein powder in the bottle from the Argos catalog. In fact, I don't even know if they exist anymore, uh, but I was slowly broadening my horizons. And then I tried zinc, arginine, beta alanine, CLA, fat burners, BCAAs, glutamine, 5-HTP, every pre-workout you could possibly think of. And as a matter of fact, every supplement I could get my hands on, to be completely honest. And years later, I kind of went to the complete opposite side of the spectrum. I became quite minimal with supplements. I stopped taking pre-workout because I didn't really want to rely on them and just stuck with coffee. I tried to get as many nutrients as I could from my food. And recently, over the past few years, I've come back to center as I tend to do and as most of us do when we find ourselves on either side of the extreme. So it's fair to say I have really experienced supplements. And now my approach these days is very health orientated and very specific these days as well. So I stick with three core products, which I'll go through today. And occasionally I add others based on my body's needs at the time. So I want to go through the three that I'm currently taking because I do get this question asked quite a lot. So my first is vitamin D. I do spend time in sunnier countries these days, but I found that it's very easy for our vitamin D levels to drop. And in a survey done in the UK in October of 2021, in fact, it showed that one in six adults have low levels of vitamin D. And I would say that I reckon it's actually more than that, to be honest. I reckon it's one in four, one in five. In that same survey, it was said that 49% didn't even realize that there was a recommendation from the government to get a certain amount of vitamin D. Not that I think we should be getting our health advice from the government, but I digress. But the bottom line is, is that most of us don't get enough vitamin D from the sun or the food that we consume. And you may think you're out and about a lot, and that should be a sufficient amount of vitamin D. But in order for your body to make vitamin D from the cholesterol in our skin, it's recommended that you need quite a lot of skin exposure in order to make sufficient amounts of vitamin D. So unless we're at the beach, it's generally not going to happen. And also, if you have a darker complexion, you're going to likely need more time spent in the sun than someone with a fairer complexion. So if you can spend plenty of time outdoors with your skin exposed, getting vitamin D in the natural way, I think that's the best way to do 
whatever. But given this isn't always practical for myself, nor do I think it's practical for more or less anyone who's got maybe an indoor-based job, I take supplements to cover my basis here. And also, if you want to hear my full recommendations on the amount to take, etc., and some of the other benefits, head to episode 59, where it's the full topic of that episode. The second on my list is omega-3. There are so many benefits to having a sufficient amount of omega-3 in your diet. My specific reasons are for brain health and cognitive function. The older I'm getting and the deeper I'm getting into my journey, the more I care about these things, especially when it comes to health and longevity. I do eat fish and other high omega-3 foods in my diet on occasion, but I want to make sure that I'm getting a sufficient amount every single day, and that's why I take fish oil. I'm personally a big fan of the Nordic Supplements brand, as they have a really, really solid level of EPA and DHA, which is what you're looking for in any good omega-3 supplement. And the final one that I'm currently taking, which is pretty recent addition actually, is collagen. And once again, for me, this comes back to longevity. I've also found that my hair seems to be a lot healthier when I take it too, and it's become a bit of a staple in my repertoire recently. I became a little obsessive about this when I discovered the benefits of bone broth, but soon realized that having bone broth all the time, especially for someone who travels a lot, isn't necessarily the most practical thing to make or have access to on a regular basis. So that's where the supplement collagen came in. I've taken the one from bulk.com, and I tend to also use the one from Vital Proteins. I'm not sure if one is more effective than the other, but the Vital Proteins seem to be leading the way on the collagen side of things, and a scoop a day is usually a part of my current repertoire. So those are my three daily supplements. Intermittently, I'll throw in zinc, especially if I'm having more alcohol than usual, magnesium, glycinate particularly. If my sleep is a little off or I don't feel that well recovered, sometimes I put in some digestive support in the form of digestive enzymes or psyllium husks, but that has actually been a while. And creatine, if I'm in one place long enough and I actually have time to think about it. And the same goes for greens as well. It just depends if I want to carry it around or not. I do think that I'll experiment with more in the future depending on my needs. Given the travel, I opt for a minimal approach and I center every single supplement I take around health more so than anything these days. So those are the three supplements I take every single day, some of the other ones I occasionally take, and my story on how I got started with supplements. So I hope you enjoyed that team. Take care and I'll speak with you all tomorrow. And that was the Simply Fit Podcast. I hope you gained a huge amount of value from today's episode. I feel inspired to improve your health and well-being. Be sure to search for Simply Fit in Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify, or anywhere else you get your podcast from. And go ahead and subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. Also, if you like the episode, please don't forget to give it a five-star rating. I'd love to hear your feedback or any questions you have. So reach out to me on social media. You'll find me on Facebook and Instagram at Elliot Hassoun. Thank you so much for listening. And I look forward to talking with you all on the next one.